This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. What's going on, Tab Nation? It's your boy, Dub C, the host with the most. Here to talk some fantasy football. You guys know I have my partner in crime with me, Cody, the man, Nicholas. What's up, baby? What up, Cody? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm feeling a year, feeling a year older. I'm, uh, I'm good, man. I wish we didn't have all these COVID, all this COVID news going on. Kind of burns a little bit, stinks, but uh, we're gonna get through it. Always about to get through it, bro. I am so excited. But first things first, I want to start the cast off and telling you, happy birthday, good sir. For those who didn't know, today Appreciate or yesterday that, was our friend. man Cody's birthday. So happy birthday there, brother. And then, I appreciate um, that. Good oh, yeah, no doubt, bro. You deserve it. A whole nother year. Not a lot of people <laughs> <could> say that. <laughs> oh, no. 2020. Especially, yeah, especially 2020, man. So it is definitely a blessing. Speaking of 2020, man, COVID-19, it's almost like we forgot COVID-19 was a thing, but it started to take off in the NFL. We already have one game postponed, and that is – um, the Steelers and who are they playing? Sorry. Oh, Steelers and Titans are Steelers. And now we just had Cam Newton say, or Cam Newton has COVID-19 now. So now that game looks like it's going to be postponed as well. New England and Kansas City. People better start hitting these waivers. Because <laughs> the week isn't going to stop. Telling you, man. For uh, us guys that lost Cam Newton and Patrick Mahomes, man, go. You better hurry up and get Brian Fitzpatrick before your boy does. Hey, man, somebody better go get us. It's some, it's some quarterbacks out there. It's still some quarterbacks on the uh, waivers. But, yeah, they're, you guys better start hitting those waivers because more and more teams are starting to hit these bye weeks now. I don't know if that New England and Kansas City game will be moved to Tuesday, but that's what it sounded like. They tried to do that with the Pittsburgh and Tennessee game, and that game just got all yeah. the way pushed back. So I don't see New England and Kansas City yeah. being any different. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're a Steelers fan and New England plays on Tuesday, how do you feel as a Steelers fan? Like, <laughs> I, I just don't see it, bro, because you got to think about it. With Cam Newton having to be – now that he for sure has COVID-19, he's going to have to go in and sit out, what, three to four days at least just so that he doesn't show any symptoms. And then even yeah. then he'd still be asymptomatic. And there's a lot. There's just a lot. And, I mean, how does Cam have it but yet – no one else on that New England team had has COVID nineteen. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. It's they. I mean, you looked at the Vikings, Titan, or the uh, Vikings. Yeah, uh, that Vikings situation. They shut down their whole team facility for like from Monday to Thursday. That's big, man. That's not practicing for that team you're supposed to be facing Sunday. Yeah. Which for the Vikings, is Houston, man. Tickets as low as thirty seven dollars, but. Neither here or there. Like we said, guys, um, you have to prepare for this. If New England and Kansas City's game does get pushed back to later in the season, that means those two teams will be on bye this week. And that means more than likely for those who have Patrick Mahomes or Cam Newton, you have to find a backup quarterback. So with me and Cody being on the mic right now, we're going to get into this week one matchups and we're going to find some some cool little sleepers. And our first game on the slate, actually, Cody, is the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Chicago Bears. And Mitch Trubisky isn't the starter, which means Nick Foles 
is a starter. So do you feel that people can look at Nick Foles if they lost uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes or any of these other quarterbacks that are on buys this week? Can we go and get a a, a BD Nick? I'm not going to say the full name, but BD Nick. Can we go get <laughs> BD Nick uh, against these Indianapolis Colts this week, Cody? You know, he definitely came in with that thing swinging last week, man, but uh, I, don't think, I don't think I can touch BD Nick this week, brother. Even with Malik Hooker out, uh, I don't know, I think there's some better options out there I think I'd rather look at first, so. So what about A-Rob with BD Nick starting at quarterback now? Um, I was a little bit disappointed with a uh a Rob last week, man. He let an interception go down that he should have snagged. But other than that, man, he had a really big game last week. For the people that don't believe me, and I, I have proof, Cody. I have proof. But it was in a it was in a little cheaper league. But I had a little fun last week, and I was like, man, I really feel like Allen Robinson is going to outscore Calvin Ridley this week. And I have the proof. I benched Calvin Ridley and started Allen Robinson last week. I and I felt really good about doing it, and it, and it worked out. I was like, hey. So I'll post hey, that in the group. Yeah. That works out for you. Uh, I mean, so here's the thing with Allen Robinson. I've been here actually hearing a lot of people kind of down on Robinson this week going against these Colts because the Colts secondary hasn't given up a whole lot of points to the wide receiver position. However, you go look at that schedule, though. I mean, the Colts, they played the Jaguars week one. And, I mean, Sharks was their slot guy, and he hasn't really played to what he did last year. At week two, they had the Vikings and Thielen's their slot guy. So I mean, it just seems like they're they're keep getting these guys that are in the slot and they're being able to handle these guys in the slot. I'm interested to see what they do with Allen Robinson on the outside. Um, I feel like Allen Robinson's gonna have a quiet game, bro. This this game yeah. right here, this Indianapolis Colts and Chicago Bears game has the making of an ugly ass defensive game, kicking a lot of field goals. So I will say that if you're in a fantasy football league and you're looking for a kicker, if uh, Blankenship or whoever the Bears are starting at their kicker is out there, you can look at putting them in. I like Blankenship. He's been getting a lot of looks. I like the kid's swagger. He has the black glasses on, and that's him. Ever since he was at Georgia, that's been his swag. So um, I like Blankenship this week. Uh, anybody looking for any kicker advice, I feel good about him in that game. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything Boy, else in the cops, game you want to hear? Uh... Oh, Miley Cox. Miley Cox. Yeah, Miley Cox is a good uh, backup. You can plug in there for if you can streamer. I've been having him on my. I had. I actually had him in my lineup all week this week until um, Jamal Adams went out, and then I had to. I had to throw Mike Gesicki in after the, uh, the Adams news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's really big. Mike Gesicki getting to play. We'll get to that game. Yeah, that's really big news right there. Um, yeah, Mo Ali Cox, I love. How do you feel about the rookie? He's been playing pretty well these last couple of weeks, but uh, rookie for Indianapolis, the running back. I know you were big on him all off season, Mr. Taylor. What's your thoughts, Mr. Jonathan Taylor? Um, yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor can have a pretty pretty solid game this year. This week, yeah, the Chicago Bears are ranking thirteenth. They're giving him twenty. They're basically giving him twenty one and a half points to the running backs each week. So I mean, the Bears, um, with no Marlon Mack, obviously, I think this is a pretty nice Jonathan Taylor week. I don't see them very they, – they're not going to be able to lean on, like, a T.Y. Hilton who's looked dead out there, like I've said previously. Michael Pittman's always banged up. Paris Campbell's out for the year. It's just – it's looking like a Mo'Ally Cox, Jonathan Taylor kind of game. 
more like a season, bro, because they're down to their yeah. <laughs> they're down to the retreats over there in yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that call, man. Great calling that Mo Ali Cox. Uh, I, for one, uh, I will say this, Cody. I'm not big on Jonathan Taylor this weekend. Uh, the Bears defense. Looks like they turned the corner and they're actually looking like the Bears defense again. Uh, last week was a big week for them. Let's see if they carry it out through this week as well. But it's going to be a tough matchup. The offensive line for the Colts is really big. So, um, yeah. Going into our second game on the slate, we have the Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, my gosh. Minshew, I told you. I didn't believe in you. And you're, you're starting to prove me right, bro. Those checkdowns are not going to work all season. He's afraid to throw the ball downfield. Let me hear your thoughts on this game, my brother. Yeah, the Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars, absolutely. This is going to be an excellent, excellent game for Joseph Burrow. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is where Joey Burrow comes out and shows out. This could honestly be like a, a seasonal performance from him. I, I, I really like Joe Burrow this week. Um, very high on him. He's, he's a guy I'll be targeting DFS quite a bit now that Cam's gone. Cause I was going to go Cam for the extra 100 bucks around, but now that he's gone for the week, Joey Burrow will be a guy I really, I'm really, really targeting. Um, That's a good call, actually, Cody. Before you go into your next point, Joey B, he's not in our leagues because our leagues are obviously super competitive, but for people that's in 10-man leagues or in these lesser competitive leagues, Joey B might be out there on the waivers. That's a really good call, Cody, for yeah. people that's missing quarterbacks this week. Go and look yeah, at Joey your, B this week. Your 10-man leagues and stuff? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Great call, man. Uh, keep going. Sorry. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Um, James Robinson, obviously, we. I mean, this guy is just – who expected – I mean, I with the Jags offensive line, I did not expect this guy to come out like the way he has. Baby DJ. And uh, – Again, yeah, playing against Cincinnati, obviously we got to fade that Cincinnati run D. So James Robinson's a huge play for me this week. He's high upside running back too. Hmm, high upside. Um, anybody on that bingo side of the ball? Uh, I am worried about, obviously, A.J. Green is up and down this season, his first season back with a rookie quarterback. But yeah. he does pull the rookie cornerback for Jacksonville. He's been playing pretty damn nice this season. Thoughts about that, that matchup? Yeah. I'm See, I'm not really wanting to touch it, man. I'm thinking Green just isn't – I'm not going to say he fell off because he still is – he still runs clean routes, and he just looks like he's lost his step a little bit out there to me, though, at the same time. And um, C.J. Henderson, this kid has come in and done a phenomenal job, man. He's making it look like he should have been the first cornerback off the board this year. Um, so I don't – I'm not really too excited about Cincinnati's wide receivers this week, man. What about Tyler Boyd? I mean, Even he has though I think, matchup. Yeah, I like – if I'm going to target a Cincinnati wide receiver, I kind of want to go from the inside in, like, Tyler Boyd or Drew Sample. Okay. That's where the Cincinnati Bengals kind of like to get beat. What a – Hey, I will say this. What a major disappointment for Sample last week. He, We didn't get any samples of Sample last week, man. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely right. nothing. Right after the week before, after Uzoma went out, it looked like he just was loving Sample, and I thought it was going to be a good connection there. But we'll see this week, man. We'll see I think this it, week. I think it could get, get it back rolling. All right. Uh, moving into our next game, my brother. Cleveland versus Dallas. I want to hit this one up a little bit before you start digging into it because cool. I want to say something. 
and I said it in the chat, and I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna walk it back a little bit before I posted it in the group. But now I'm, I, I feel pretty good about this, Cody. I feel, and don't forget the history that he has with Dallas. But I feel Odell Beckham's about to have an outstanding game this week. Um, Dallas is pretty good against the run. They still have those hey, remarkable running backs for Cleveland. I like it, but. I'll tell you right now, uh, Dallas, if you're going to beat Dallas, they can't stop the pass to save their life. Wouzier is mm-hmm. out. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think all of their cornerbacks are out this week. <laughs> yeah, mean, they might, they might call you, Cody, pretty soon. To um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they said uh, Diggs is question. He's been limping around the practice field all week. Yeah. All season already. He's already been hurt all season. Yeah, yeah Wuzier is probably out. Um this is a game for Odell to sew back up. Um, it's just and guys, hear me out on this, man. And I hate taking blame to quarterbacks in most cases, but I can honestly say I've been trying to keep up with the Browns and been watching what they do because I, I'm I'm really invested in Chubb and a lot of my leagues. But man, and I don't know if you'll agree with this, Cody, but Baker, man, he's just he hasn't shown me anything, any improvements this year. He's missing receivers still. Getting the ball late, delivering the ball late. Even Jarvis Landry can't get loose in. Jarvis Landry usually eats. Yeah. <laughs> like it's and bad. That's man. a guy I'm higher on this week, actually. You have, you have. I mean, he has to show up this week. This is the week for him to yeah, show up. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? This is this is the Odell Beckham Jarvis Landry week. Yeah, and Kareem Hunt. Right. I mean, both teams. I'm I'm worried about Zeke this week, but he's been looking really good. How do you feel about See, the game? I'll let you dig in. I know you've been on a clear. What else you got? I really hate that Baker Mayfield has shown us again this year, man, that we can't trust him because this is a matchup where I'd really like to be able to trust Baker Mayfield, man. This is a uh, Dallas has been just gave up an uber amount of points to the quarterback, the wide receiver position this year, and I think this is another. This is going to be another high scoring game. I think Cleveland could put up thirty points in this game, and Dallas could win like a, a forty to thirty game. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be up there in points, and it, I, both quarterbacks are going to have to sling that boy to keep up. Ooh, it should be a fun game, bro. This is definitely Especially a fun with game. Oh, Cleveland secondary banged up too. It's yeah, I don't think Cleveland secondary is all banged up too, man. You know, it's going to yeah, it's going to be this is going to be a one. They're going to be swinging for the fences here. I agree, bro. Um, so yeah, hopefully, guys. Get your players started in this game. Amari Cooper is going to show up. Obviously, he's already been showing up all season. Michael Gallup finally showed up last week. Cody, I know you were big on him in other leagues. You've been waiting for him to show yes. up. Do you think it carries over to this week as well for our listeners out there? You know, it's really hard because I'm still higher on Lamb, to be honest with you. Coming into the season, I was much, much higher on Gallup being the third, third-year guy. I'm huge on third-year wide receivers and – he the, he was out targeting Amari Cooper last year, and to have I, there was no way I expected C.D. Lamb as a rookie to come in and out target him and out snap him, and so far he is. So it's it's mind blowing to me. I agree, man. Ah, talent. I guess the talent is there. C.D. Lamb is the yeah. better talent. So we'll see what goes on in that game. That should be an exciting game, guys. Get your players in on that one. Moving into your boys, we have New Orleans. Coming into Detroit. Wow. Which team are you cheering for this week, Cody? Uh, well, you know what I'm cheering for. I'm actually very depressed about this one because I should be at this game this weekend. Yeah, I remember you saying but that. But it, it might have saved it might have saved me some grief in the in the end because uh 
New Orleans is their whole team is banged up, man. No Michael Thomas, no Jared Cook. Lattimore was limping around the practice field this whole week. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, Lattimore probably won't even play. Janoris Jenkins has been questionable, probable. Like it's, we're all banged up. Um, so we are already giving up a lot of points to the tight end. Um, looks like we're giving up about quarterback. Looks like we're giving the number one points to the tight end seven at seventeen point seven points per game. Um, so TJ Hawkinson's huge. I was all over Hawkinson this week, coming into the week prior, just because I've been watching us get ate up by tight ends week in and week out. And now that I'm hearing about Lattimore possibly even being out, I love Kenny Galladay too. He will, if Janoris Jenkins plays on that side, Kenny Galladay will eat Janoris Jenkins alive. It's it's coming. And right now, I think Kenny Galladay's priced at six grand on DraftKings. It's like the twentieth. Overall wide receiver, you have to go get him. Oh, yeah. you, I'm, I'm I'm really stacking that Stafford, Galladay, Hawkinson, and some tourney lineups this week. Bro, Janoris Jenkins is out this week. I'm pretty sure. I'm That's like... why I looked like he was trending to out. It looked like Lattimore and Jenkins could be out, but Jenkins had a chance to play, so I think he's going to come to a game time decision. Uh, if Galladay does not show up, and I've been, I'm actually really big on T.J. Hawkinson this week, um, because. Let's say Janoris Jenkins does play. Those safeties are going to be helping over top to stop Galladay, man. That That's a monster on itself yeah. to try to stop. So, Hawkinson should be able to eat um, one-on-one oh, linebackers. We'll see. Um, okay, going into the Miami and Seattle game, I posted a video in our chat, in the Tap Head chat, but I'm actually going to post it in uh, the group as well. Tua has been looking really good. And count, man. I don't want to hear it this week. <laughs> Two has been looking really good in camp, but I don't. He's not going to start, obviously, uh, in camp. But in practice, he's still not going to start. We're still going to see Ron Fitzpatrick playing against the Seattle defense, who they're 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 starting to jail, but there is no Jamal Adams, and that's really big on the back end. Their defense can't stop anybody on the back end as it is. So, go ahead, brother, rip them apart. What you got? I know you're excited about uh, Yeah, bro. I do not want two to start this week. That would be horrible, man. Let me tell you, horrible. If Tua were to come out, that would just decimate my lineups this week after all the buys and everything. But this one is another one. It's, I'm kind of looking at this one similar to the Dallas-Cleveland game, actually. Um, and the way that I can actually trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, he's put up consistent fantasy points honestly since uh Preston Williams went down last season um he's been actually really good and able to reliable so I'm loving streaming Ryan Fitzpatrick this week I'll even check him out in some tournament lineups and DFS um I, I told you I'm already I'm high on CeeDee Lamb this week and uh, Mike Gusecki with Jamal Adams being out I've so my wild card this week, I feel like could just be huge or just super bust is Preston Williams. I think this could be the week where Preston Williams goes off. So scary. But there's also that chance where he, I know, I know, I don't want to touch him. That's another guy I'm like, it sucks he doesn't give me the option to trust the man because I would love to trust him in this game. This guy is literally getting like three, two to three targets, and he is the <sighs> biggest boom or bust touchdown dependent receiver in the NFL right now at this point, man. This should be a big week for him. I agree. 
Yeah. We just don't know. <laughs> we just right, don't know. It. It, could, it's, it could end up being Isaiah Ford, honestly. Like, it could. <laughs> Man, I agree with you on the lot, and I'm agree with you again right here. Uh, I like Mike Gusecki in this game. Obviously, guys, yes. we don't have to even hit on the Seattle side of the ball. Chris Carson has been practicing. They said he'll be playing, guys, so get him in your lineups. He's good to go. Other than that, man, I am going to say it again this week, and I'm going to say it every week because he continues to prove me right, but DK Metcalf does not have hands, bro. He does not <laughs> have hands. You, like, literally have to lay the ball in this man's hands because that's when he's scoring is when he's going on go routes or post routes or these big routes where the ball can just lay down in his hands because when it comes to catching, like, hard balls, and I'm telling you guys, go back and watch the game. When when Russell Wilson is slinging the rock to DK, like, on a quick slant or a skinny post or something like that, DK drops these balls, man. I'm like, what the hell, bro? Like, if he could catch, if he had hands, we would be comparing him to Terrell Owens and Randy Moss and these great receivers, but he can't catch, bro. And it bothers me. It irks the shit out of me, Cody. It just irks but me, you know bro. what's honestly crazy? I don't, I don't think there's another team in the league where you could stack the quarterback, wide receiver one, and wide receiver two and be, like, probably <laughs> first place in your league. Like Easily. <laughs> easily first place in your league, bro. Like, what Tyler Lockett did last week was crazy. <laughs> so, I agree, man. But, DK, man, please, bro, get a get a jug machine this, this offseason, man, because if this if this guy learns how to catch, like, fluently, like, we're talking D-hop kind of catch, catch everything, oh, Cody. Oh, Cody. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem for the league right there. This dude gets some real hands. Bro, Cody, best receiver in the Oof. league, hands down, bro. Easily. Yeah, he's because his routes are coming together this year, man. Oh, they're looking nice. He just can't catch. But we're going to hit on a receiver that has some nice routes and that can catch. And I'm mad that I traded him too early because, okay. one, the rookie uh, the rookie quarterback came in. Even though I feel like the entire situation, how he got the start, is flugazy. I don't like it. It's weird. But Tyrod Taylor's gone. <laughs> Keenan Allen is getting the looks, and I traded him way too early. It makes my stomach hurt because this is what this is literally what I was waiting on was him, Tyrod Taylor, to eventually, you know, I don't know. I didn't want him to lose the job, but I knew it was going to happen eventually. Because yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, he wasn't moving the ball downfield, and now the rookie's slinging it. <laughs> How many okay. times do we got to be in this situation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. A lot. Uh <clears throat> So we got Chargers, Tampa Bay, my brother. No uh, no Chris Godwin in this game. Mike Evans has been up and down. He had his two TDs last week, but that was it. Um, dude, I mean, this is a tough matchup, honestly. Los Angeles Chargers defense has been playing pretty damn well. Bosa is playing in this game, yeah. I think. So, thoughts? So, I know a lot of people in DFS see Leonard Fournette out and want to try and pivot over to Ronald Jones. I'm not on that play this week at all. I don't want to touch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backfield this week against the Chargers. They're giving up a, a whopping 11 points to the running backs per week. That's between a committee of running backs, usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't want to touch that at all. But as far as Herbert goes, um, I mean, that could be a – I mean, we're talking about streamable quarterbacks. I mean, Herbert might be able to be worth a look, man, in my opinion. Ooh, Cody. <laughs> what do you Ooh, think? Hey, woo, 
Cody. Woo, no, I can't agree. Too deep for you? Too way too deep in the barrel for me, bro. Yeah, um, I can see him, man. Maybe rough. I can see him. He's gonna have to throw the ball, man. He, I can see him maybe putting up a three hundred yard game. What's three hundred yards with three interceptions? <laughs> no, true, that. true that. I'll give that one to you. I just I don't see him coming in and just like I mean. You got to look at it. Even when he was playing the last couple weeks, you know, he's been able to get the ball out, but it's not been, like, tearing the teams <clears> apart. It's been yeah. just throwing the ball up to Keenan Allen and Mike um, Mike Williams for right now, you know? Yeah. Well, um, then, um, I mean, you can give your Mike Evans a look this week and as far as the Bucks go. And that's, if I'm being the Chargers side of the ball, I'll look at Austin Eckler. Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen. That's my three. Like Scotty Miller's been hurt all week. Uh, I thought he was practicing yesterday. I, I gotta go look it up now. You got did he worry. get back to practice? I don't know. We'll look it up. But if he did, Scotty Miller. Yeah, and, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, and Leonard Fournette did not practice. Oh, they didn't. Consecutive the day. Oh uh, well, all right, no Scotty Miller, but we will have maybe those tight ends get involved now this week. And I was going to say this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call, honestly. Rob, Rob Gronkowski's been getting a lot more snaps. each Every single week, Rob Gronkowski's snap count goes up. This could be the Gronkowski week, man. Yeah, why not, man? All the receivers are out. Let's get some Gronk looks. Um, I will say this until you brought up a good point about this Chargers defense and down running backs. I was going to say a, a sneaky pick this week or a sneaky play this week was shady. Um, but... I don't know. Chargers are tough against running backs, but I still feel like Shady's that running back coming out of the backfield. Um, he's getting all the passing looks. Uh, Ronald Jones, I guess, still can't catch the ball. So, <laughs> so there is that. Um, moving into another tough week or a tough matchup for Washington, actually. I don't know about Baltimore. They're going to show up. Marquise Brown should show up back in this game. But uh, Baltimore and the football team. Your thoughts oh. Now, I've been getting burned on this one every week. To, well, not every week, but every every day this week, up to whoever I bring it up to, I get burned on it. But I'm going to stick by it, bro. This Washington football team, um, as far as DFS goes and turning, I'm, I'm actually looking at a little bit of Logan Thomas this week because I do not like touching um, some of these other Washington wide receivers. I mean, I know there's Terry McLaurin. But Terry McLaurin, I mean, no matter what you're getting as a pass catcher in this Washington offense, they're like garbage targets. <laughs> no matter what, where you're going. So I just try to look at wherever, if you have to try and touch one of these guys, I, I try to look at wherever the opponent is giving up the most points, really. And I don't like Marlon. Marlon Humphreys is a very tough matchup, man, for I don't care who you are. He's, t- he's played really well this season. Got that contract for a reason. <laughs> yeah, um, Baltimore is giving up the fifth most points to tight ends. So, I mean, Logan Thomas is getting like nine targets, I think a seven to nine targets a week. Like this guy's really putting them on. And Dwayne Haskins seems to really like the guy. I believe he's a third year guy too, or four. This might be four, year four for him. Who's that? But uh, Logan Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Three or four. I dare. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, Logan Thomas, I think could be, Maybe worth a look at some DFS lineups this week against that Baltimore team because they're going to need somebody to do something in this game against Baltimore. And I don't, 
I don't see Gibson or McLaurin really doing a whole lot in this game, to be honest with you, man. Yeah, no. I, I agree with you. I wouldn't start anybody in that Redskins team. Yeah, <laughs> I would not Redskins uh, football team. It's hard to touch. I know that tight end position is still unknown. Uh, a lot of people are really looking. And if you're going and I mean, there's just some guys that I just don't really want of any part of. Like, some people still got Austin Hooper in their lineup. And I'd rather give Logan Thomas a look than Austin Hooper, man. Get Austin Hooper out of I get he got the big contract. Get him out of there. Like, it's time to get, just give him up. Like, yeah. It's, right. it's time. Maybe he'll get some chemistry with Baker later. But, yeah, good point right there. Logan Thomas might be a look. I, I'd like, oh. That's if you have to start somebody yes, for the absolutely. football team this week. That Baltimore yeah. team is pissed off after what happened on Monday Night Football. We already hit on Gasicki and Mo Alley Cox. If you can get one of those two, I'd rather have one of those two. Almost death, bro. Because it's one thing that there's not much that scares <laughs> me in this world, Cody, but a pissed off good football team, bro. And yeah, we, <laughs> and we all know. <laughs> so that was my my other part of Baltimore. They're gonna run all over Washington this week. Oh man, if you're a Washington fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all about to get punched in the mouth, Mike Tyson style, uppercut, kicked, slap. Yeah, Man. I don't like Marquise Brown though this week. Don't like Marquise Brown this week. No, I do, I do like Mark Andrews though. I I love Mark Andrews, man. Uh, he's always gonna be a good th- uh, threat. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you why I am feeling Marquise Brown, my brother. I'm feeling Marquise right. Brown this week because watching that game on Monday, him and Lamar were really trying to get that connection going and it pissed them off that they missed each other because they were like super close on like two long TDs and it was just like barely out of the reach. And I know quarterbacks and I know receivers and that's one thing that pisses them off is when they miss those big plays because that's what makes them look good, both of them. You know, that would have been big play potential on Lamar's end and huge plays on Marquise Brown's end. And they want to make up for that. Uh, if anything, Lamar's like, hey, I got you this week, bro. We're going to get those looks back. And Washington, they're losing a lot of players, man. Uh, I got to look at the injury update for tomorrow when they report it. But depending on who's all missing, I'm pretty sure their uh, top two cornerbacks weren't practicing that much this week. So that's a lot, man. Um, but that's why I'm big on Marquise Brown. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, DFS, is he pretty high this week or is he low? Do you know? Um, he's kind of he's actually priced a little bit higher to my liking. Okay. To be honest, and, I, and, and but there's one thing Washington does do well, it's get to the quarterback and make you get the ball out. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, that front seven. That's a good point, man. That's a good chess move right there. So, <sighs> I st- I don't know. I'm still feeling Marquise Brown. They're gonna still, even if they put seven people in the box to block. <laughs> to, even if they move a running back in and a tight end just so they can get extra time to get Lamar a good throw, they'll, they'll try to find Marquise Brown this week. So, um, Arizona, Carolina, how are you feeling, my brother? Oh, man, this is a this is a really nice matchup. I'm really interested to see what they do with Mr. Isaiah Simmons this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could be likely looking around he's probably going to be on mike davis i'm thinking um so this is a tough call on this one man uh, this not a whole slew of guys i'm really looking to play in this matchup um 
I mean, you got your Kenyon Drake. Obviously, you got a fade against that Carolina Panthers run defense, and uh, obviously, Kyler should pick up some good rushing yards in this one. Mm-hmm. You've got. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to say anything about. Well, I, we gotta hope DeAndre Hopkins plays, bro. He'll play. That's think D-Hop, so? Baby. Oh, I know so. That's D Hop, baby. Oh, okay. That's D-Hop. Okay. That man's tough as nails. He'll yeah, because if if he doesn't play, Kirk, I don't like. What did we do? We looking at Keyshawn Johnson? Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to touch any Arizona Cardinals wide receivers, honestly. Uh, and his, the Panthers zero. side of the ball, like. Yeah, <laughs> he could have a hundred yard game if, guess, if no no safe like ten points like you know. Yeah, I can see a safe ten or eleven um, points for sure. But uh, as far as the Carolina side of the ball, the only guy I would even worth looking at this week for me is Mike Davis. Mike Davis, man, that I, dude had so many receptions uh, yesterday. I, I mean, last say, week. DJ Moore has made me so upset this season. <laughs> You and the rest of the world. You and the rest of the world. I'm pretty sure pissed off at DJ Moore right now. <laughs> crazy, bro. Yeah, crazy, crazy. He was, and he was, the worst part about it is out of four leagues, I was very, he was a guy I was very skeptical on, but watched him fall to the fourth round in both the leagues that I did get him in and 50% of my leagues. So I, I was almost like, oh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll take him here. But now I, I just knew better. I don't know why I did that to myself. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where you feel good because he was a receiver one coming into the season. At least you thought, you know, and I'm not and I'm not knocking you for it. But what I'm saying is, you know, everyone, we all thought that he was going to be the number one receiver for the offense this year. And Teddy Bridgewater is trying to be his best <laughs> Drew Brees and spreading the ball around to other people. And right now, you know, later on in the season, that report could get there, you know, where DJ Moore is starting to put up those numbers. But right now, it is looking sort of rough. I agree, man. Um, yeah, he just keeps getting some matchups. Like, he's drawing Peterson this week. I don't – Patrick Peterson has been – Patrick Peterson again. I love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, another tough matchup. Uh, guys, sit DJ Moore this week. Uh, even if he blows up, let him blow up on your bench. I feel good about saying that. I don't know if you agree, Cody, but I, – I've sat in both those leagues that I have in. Well, no, Alan Lazard actually messed me up. I had to put him in for Alan Lazard in the one. Yeah, and he'll be out for a, a big part of the season as well. Um, yep. Ooh, we got a fun matchup here. Shout out to my boy Asher, Riley, everyone's favorite redhead. His Vikings are defeated right now, like I did that. <sighs> Going up against another tough matchup, Houston Texans. My dude, I am so excited. Deshaun <laughs> is finally about to sign. Watson can finally get this, the defense off his neck because he had a terrible three first games of the season. NFL. How do you – Go ahead. What you got? Right. Like, how How do you possibly give someone that schedule? <laughs> man. Man. After you lost your oh. number one receiver, bro. Like – Brutal. He's about to eat now. He's pissed. I've been, I've been watching so many uh, videos on him, interviews, and he even said it himself. He was like, all right. The NFL wanted to give me that schedule. We're gonna work with it, and now they're they're hungry, bro. They are hungry. Will Big Fuller, time. guys, if you could trade for Will Fuller, go get him now because the rest of the season. This is <laughs> this is the week. This is the week. This is the week. 
Yes. Yeah, man. Sorry, Minnesota. Sorry, Mr. Asher. Y'all, I mean, they could win this game still, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. I will oh, yeah. Houston, at least. That defense is starting to come around, too. Houston defense. Yeah, be a tough yeah, Go, man, I'm so excited about this game. I ain't even letting you talk. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I'm just like, I'm feeling this game this week. So That's actually the guy I'm on this week for Minnesota is Devin. Um, Houston's given up almost 30 points a game to the running backs position. I like oh, I, I like me some Devin Cook. Um, and that's half point PPR. So you give that full point in with Devin, uh, that could be a very monster week. But as far as, I mean, game script goes, that's what so that's where I'm getting – they need to pass the ball. we got to hope for some checkdowns to Dalvin because as far as game script goes, I'm with you, man. The Minnesota Vikings haven't been able to practice all week against this Texans team that's hungry. This is not an 0-3 football team. Hell no. They want to win, bro. So <laughs> we – this is – Minnesota's really going to have to fight for this one. And like we keep repeatedly saying in a week that they did not get to practice. So uh, – yeah, man, Delvin Cook's the one guy I kind of really like to look at at this Minnesota team. I traded for Alan Thielen this week, and I had to play him just because of depth issues from all the injuries and COVID throughout the week. But I'm not excited about Adam Thielen this week, if I'm being honest. Why? Is there a reason behind that you're not being excited for Adam Thielen? Just Houston in general, I, I think – I mean, this should be a high-scoring game, so I should be more excited than I am. Just Houston's been – Better than I thought they would in the secondary department, man. I thought they were going to get lit up this year. Oh, man. They've been, they gelled really well in that secondary. I agree with you, bro. Um, So, a lot of people are going to be wondering. So, we got to answer the question. Do you start Justin Jefferson after what he did last week against a tough Houston matchup? So I wasn't excited about feeling. I mean, I'm definitely not excited about Jefferson, but I feel like you kind of have to in some way. I know, I know some people are going to definitely have to. Um, with all the, yeah, with some of these injuries and COVID going on, some people are definitely going to have to, and I'm not going to fault you for it. I personally, I feel pretty good about them this week because like we, we've been saying all week, <laughs> they haven't been able to practice all week. That's That's bad. And then you play, you're playing against a hungry, hungry Houston team that wants a win. So, obviously, Minnesota and Kirk Cousins has a contract to defend. So, they're not going to come out not. and just lay down. So, I mean, this is going to be – this could be a slobber knocker of a game, bro. We could see some haymakers being thrown in this game. They're, they're going to have to be haymakers thrown in this game because both teams need yeah. to win. And that's, that's, that's yeah. bottom line. <laughs> Yeah, like you started to make me feel a little bit more comfortable with having Thielen in. I just don't see it being a defensive game, man. I feel like it's going to start off sort of rough, but both these defenses are going to get worn down because, I mean, they they need they need points. This is just an ugly game on both ends. Both of these teams shouldn't be 0-3, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the point total for this one. It's looking at that 54. It's, Ooh, um, yeah. That's the third highest point total on the slate just after – the Cowboy Cleveland Browns game and the Saints Lions game. Oh yeah, I'm getting my so, players yeah. in on this game, man. Yep, <laughs> I'm getting my players in on that game. Um, so our next game, man, not much excitement in this game. Obviously, uh, no Saquon. 
Uh, no Cam Akers to look forward to. Um, we do have Jared Goff playing a little bit better, uh, but uh, I'm still not excited for this game. It's, it should be very one-sided. Uh, Los Angeles Rams hosting the New York Giants. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Don't touch them Giants. All right. As far as the Rams go, I mean, you got your Cooper Cup, you got your Robert Woods. Those two are must-starts this week, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though the Rams are going to blow these guys out by probably a touchdown or two, I would say they're probably going to win by 14. I think I could see them winning by two touchdowns in this one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Easily. Especially after last week, man. They really almost came away with that win on a back-to-back road game in Buffalo and a very tough one that they were losing. Like mm-hmm. They were down 20 points in that one and came back. Yeah. Uh, still lost. So the Rams are hungry as well. We were just talking about them Texans being hungry. These Rams are really hungry as well. Sean McVay does not like to go back-to-back losses like that. Nobody does. Uh, <laughs> so as far as Rams go... I'm comfortable with golf this week as a streamer. Uh, oh, I already said Cup and Woods. You got your boy Higby. Higby's been – so Higby is one of three players in the league right now that have a 100% target share when they're inside the 10-yard line. Mm. Those are huge, huge targets. So uh, Higby's a must-start for me this week again. And then I'd even look at Darrell Henderson. He's the one to have right now. Cause is Malcolm Brown playing this week? Do you know? I think Malcolm Brown is playing, but this looks like Henderson's job right now. This until uh, Akers can try to come back and make himself a, 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 you know, what I'm saying a strong argument to be in the fold. Makes sense, man. We're looking at that. Um, yeah. If anybody, if Henderson is the starter this week, yeah, I agree, 100%. New York is banged up from the bottom up. Um. Poor DJ, man. Oh, I posted this in the group chat, actually, and I wanted to bring this up for this game. I don't know if you read the article that I posted, but there's actually some history in this game that's going to make it more exciting to watch. Um, Did you, did you by chance, were you able to see the article before I get into it? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Okay, so we have a little baby mama drama in this game, bro. Out of nowhere, out of left field. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Baby mama drama in the NFL of all places. Um, oh, boy. So, long story short, Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey of the Los Angeles Rams, was dating Golden Tate's sister, bro. Oh, my goodness. I did not know this. And Golden Tate's sister has two babies by Jalen Ramsey. Really? Yeah. So, the story gets even better. <laughs> Is that once Jalen They're Ramsey... They're going to be on each other. No, it gets better, Cody. It gets better. Once Jalen Ramsey left the Jaguars and went to um the Rams, he dumped Golden Tate's sister that he's been with and had two kids with and immediately Ooh. started dating some dancer out of Las, uh, Las Vegas, bro. Like some high-end dancer out of Las Vegas. So Golden Tate was pissed about it. And Golden Tate already said, Jalen Rams, you know he has to see me eventually. So there it is. Baby mama drama in the NFL. What did we get out of it? I still don't know if I trust Golden Tate, but it is what it is. 
That's a good call, you know. This boy got a chip on his shoulder this game for sure. That's something good to know, man. He has to defend his sister, man. Yeah, he has to defend his sister's it. pride. <laughs> I treat my sis like that. I have a baby by I like jump. it. <laughs> so, I actually really like that. <laughs> that's that's pretty neat, man. When I saw that article, I was like, man, that's that's pretty cool. So we'll see how that yeah. battles out. If uh, Golden Tate, he's not gonna get a dub in this game. But he might get he, he might, might just, get hundred yards. You might just make me have to go get one of him and uh, just one lineup. Just one. <laughs> just, one. <laughs> just throw him out there after getting that news, man. Just one. So we'll see. <laughs> oh guys, yeah, I'll post an article. I'll post that story in the uh group so you guys can read it for yourselves. I thought it was really interesting, so we'll see how that shakes out. Um, next game on the slate, my brother. We have the MVP of the season so far taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Mark's going to get me for saying that, man. But I, I'm going to call it what it is right now. The boy's been balling. I don't think he'll carry it, carry it on throughout the entire season. We'll start getting caught in Buffalo. We'll see how he works out. But he could. Um, but thoughts on this game, my dude. Buffalo. Vegas Raiders. Buffalo Vegas. Yeah, you Josh Allen's a must start, even though um obviously I know people keep loving them. It just seems like week in and week out people love fading the Raiders against the quarterback and the Raiders consistently prove you wrong by shutting down Drew Brees and Cam Newton the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. But how do you bench Josh Allen? Um so Josh Allen's obviously the must must start. Um but Raiders are also giving up the most points to running backs. We watched Alvin Kamara two weeks ago do go beast mode on the Raiders. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, last week we watched Sonny Michelle and Rex Burkhead. I mean, Sonny Michelle had like nine carries for over 100 yards. Rex Burkhead had like eight carries for however, you know what I'm saying? So we, we know these Raiders give a big, big chunk runs. And Devin Singletary with Zach Moss out could be a very nice play this week. Um, somebody else I'm looking at is the tight ends. Uh, Raiders give up a lot of points to the tight ends here. Maybe Croft or – is Knox back? Uh, No, I think Knox might have went to – yeah, no, Knox is on IR, bro. I'm pretty sure he's yeah, so done Croft, for like eight games or something like that. Croft is the guy in this one. Um, I think he can get another touchdown in this game. And then – uh. As far as the Raiders go, I mean, it's Josh Jacobs and Josh Jacobs are bust, really. I mean, I know a lot of people are looking at Hunter Renfro with the injuries and stuff, and I'm not against that play at all. I think Hunter Renfro could honestly be in line for a pretty decent week. Today is white on him? Ooh, uh, mostly Hunter Renfro likes to line up in the slot. I think yeah. White will probably mostly be on Ruggs. Oh, Ruggs is out, bro. Uh, it's not looking oh, good Ruggs for either rookies. Too? Yeah, it's not looking good for either rookie. Uh, Ruggs and uh, the other rookie that everybody oh, – what's his name? Uh, what's his name? That You you were signing on him this season. Brian Edwards. Yeah, Edwards. It's, it's looking like they're both out this uh, weekend. Seriously. Um, and I wanted to bring this up played. as well. Um, you said uh, you were bringing up the fact that the Raiders have been playing really well against the quarterbacks the last two weeks. Uh, we can't forget that week against uh, New Orleans was the first game without Michael Thomas for Drew Brees. And that was the first opening game of the season for the Raiders in that new stadium. Obviously, there was a lot of paychecks on the line for that game. You don't want to open up your new stadium with the L. So they came out and played really well. They had that momentum. Um, last week against Cam, 
they did sew up really strong against Cam last week. They forced him to throw the ball or throw an interception, and the receivers just couldn't get the job done. Uh, Got to remember, in this game, Edelman was a little banged up, and um, Nikhil Harry still isn't showing up. But I was really big. I like this kid, and I uh, hate that he plays for the Raiders, but Arnett, their rookie cornerback, the kid is a stud. The kid has yeah, been playing really well. But he is out tomorrow. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he'll oh. run the injury report and he is out. Arnett is out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to IR because he broke his thumb last week. And I did see him on the injury report. And then mm. Vegas's other cornerback, I can't even think of his name, is also on the injury report. He may be out as well. That's two of their top cornerbacks out. Stefan Diggs had a pretty quiet game last week, guys. Um He's going to come out strong in this week. Uh, have Stefan Diggs in your lineup. Oh, what you Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett had thumb surgery on Thursday. He, he will be out six to eight weeks. Yep. All right. IR. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, I'm not worried about uh, them shutting down old uh, Mr. MVP so far, Mr. Allen, this week because of all the injuries they're facing at cornerback. Um, yeah. So, Yeah. There's that um, last week, uh, last game of the schedule, my brother, and then we're going to call it good. Or actually, no, we have two. We have two. We have a uh, Monday night. But Sunday night's oh, game. Just to, just, Justin, uh, I had, I had gotten a notification just before that last matchup okay. that the Patriots are planning on starting Brian Hoyer to fill in for Cam Newton over uh, Jared Stidham in week four. So, you know so if the game's, played on, the game's played on Tuesday, Hoyer will be in, and the Chiefs will run all over him. And you know what that means for me for New England? Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm going to run the ball yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, James could be the week James Wade comes back and has a nice one. Yeah, if anybody, yeah, start the running backs. Um, but we're we're getting that game. Well, I hope that game's Tuesday. We'll see, guys. Right now it's just postponed. But uh, we hopefully that would be sweet if we get a Tuesday night game, man. Monday night game, Tuesday yeah. night game. Take a day off on Wednesday and get a Thursday night game. Well, <laughs> like Wednesday, you get to watch the finals. Uh, I'm not if sure. it ain't already wrapped up. I'm not watching <laughs> the finals. Uh, anyways, I'm not even going to get on that. Uh, hi, man. I, Philly, <laughs> San Francisco, our, our Sunday night game. Um, Sorry, Wentz, brother. You about to get toasted. I don't care how many. That San Francisco defense, they lost a lot of – they've had a lot of injuries. But last week, bro, they were still getting their quarterback, and they were still making some big plays. So, Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. bro, brother, but you about to get toasted. <laughs> we might see Jalen Hurts in this game. I, 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 We might see Jalen Hurts, Cody. And I, I'm, I'm saying it because Wentz, we all know he's not – he's tough, man. I like Wentz. I love Wentz. I, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say, I, and nobody can tell me different. I love Wentz, and if the Denver Broncos, if we don't take Justin Fields in the first, and uh, Philly lets Wentz walk, I'm okay with us taking. But this San Francisco defense is tough, bro, and they're still tearing quarterbacks up. It's an understatement. Let's just. So I mean, just to be frank here, let the San Francisco 49ers in half PPR right now. Are, they've got the sixth best defense against the quarterback, the third best defense against the running back, the fourth best defense against the wide receiver, and the second best defense against tight ends. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do you attack this team? Like, you just got to hope you get some yardage. You know what you do? You start Philly's kicker. I wouldn't even do that, bro. Because <laughs> we all know Philly's kickers are so unreliable. <laughs> so yeah, right. I wouldn't even do that. Um, right. San Francisco, yeah, the, yeah they're going to run this ball. Um, this is the Nick Mullins-George Kittle get right game for me. Get right! You're right. I love it. Good call. Yeah, uh, I can see Jarek McKinnon. Honestly, no. This is more of a Jeff Wilson. I'm going to give it to a, a Jeff Wilson, George Kittle kind of game. Oh, Jeff Wilson over McKinney. Wilson just gets so many red zone opportunities. And I expect them to beat the Philadelphia Eagles up so much this week. I, I just think they're going to – I think those red zone opportunities are going to be worth more than the targets through uh, through this one. I don't expect Nick Mullins to throw a whole lot of passes. I can see this one getting ugly, man. I can see McKinney having – a cool 130 yards because that's what they do. They put these yeah, running backs in positions, have just one big run, and then that's all they need. So, um, I love it. <laughs> I do too, man. I mean, you really can't go wrong with that backfield. You can't, and that's been approving like week in and week out. Whoever the starter is, put them in. It just sucks because that starter is going to get hurt. So, you make you, you're, I mean, I'm even like at this point, it's even safe to say like you're almost to the point where you can start the backup. Whoever it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, man. man. The offensive line is so dominant. That's what they do. They open up the gaps. They win games by running the uh, football and playing great defense. Old school football, baby. Grown man football. Dang. Now, that's something I forgot to hit on with our back when we went on the Saints and Lions matchup, man, is that Latavius Murray has been getting a lot of carries, man. I think he's actually he's out um, touching Alvin Kamara as far as work on the ground. Right now, and the Lions are giving up a whole lot of points to running backs. So that could be this could be the Latavius Murray week. I'm, I forgot to hit on that. All right, Lat Murray's heating up, guys. He's in a lot of people's waivers. Um, yeah, this might be the week to grab him because if he's getting more and more carries, man, that's really big because New Orleans loves that one-two punch. Um, all right, uh, my brother, last game of the slate, and we are out of here. Um, ATL. Is going up to Lambeau to play these hot, hot Green Bay Packers, who I actually believe will be the MVP of the season because I feel like he's going to carry this through out the entire season. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, my dude, he's getting his weapon back, his favorite weapon, Devontae Adams. ATL, man, they need a win. Um, Fantasy-wise, what are we looking at, my brother? Yeah, brother. I mean, if I'm the Packers GM – I'm drafting a quarterback every single year. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, obviously. <laughs> if this is what we got to do to get Aaron Rodgers to play like this, then let's just do it every year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Atlanta's giving up the most points to the quarterback. Um, Aaron Rodgers, obvious, must play in this one. Devontae Adams, I'm still – Is he? St I think he's still a game-time decision. Uh, no, he's been practicing the last three days. I'm willing to bet he plays. He? Yeah, he's been practicing almost okay. full the last three days. With Lazard out, Devonta Adams and Mike, yeah, Marquez Valdez Scantling are big plays this week. Big, big mm -hmm. plays. Yes. Yeah. Atlanta giving up 32 half po half PPR points to wide receivers each week. Bro, uh, they let the Bears come in and throw all over them. <laughs> the Bears. Yeah. When is the last time this the Bears threw over anyone? <laughs> I don't care who the I kind of 
I kind of want everyone in this game, to be honest with you, dude. I want I want Rodgers. I want Aaron Jones. I want Scantling. I want Adams. I'd even give Robert Tunyon some looks in this one. Um, you got Atlanta's side of the ball. I want Ryan. I want Gurley. I want Ridley if he's in. I want Julio if he's in. I want Hurst. You know what I'm saying? This is a. This could be a very, very high, high. This could be a, a 90-point total game right here. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Cody, rewind. It, this could be a what? You, I could easily see both these teams put up 40 burgers this week, man. Oh, the man. Packers have done it three weeks in a row. What a Monday night game. We're about to see if we get a 90 burger. Oh, see, my I mean, gosh. And, I mean, total out of both teams. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, yeah, total. 90 burger total for both teams would be phenomenal. And fantasy not, football wise, what would that do, Cody? Oh, my God. I'm gosh. Not taking that out of the possibilities, man. This is going to be huge. This is 57 point total for the game that they got in Vegas. That's. <laughs> Come on. With the. Uh, this is going to be a fun game to watch for sure. Um, guys, so Todd Gurley finally showed up. You guys know I'm big on Todd Gurley. Well, I love Todd Gurley coming this season. I don't know, Cody, man. I just don't know, man. He just, <laughs> he just isn't doing what I thought he was going to do. Like, he, he looked okay last week, but he didn't look like Todd Gurley. I don't know if he has to warm up. But then again, what is he warming up from? Because he wasn't really injured last week, and he wasn't really injured in the offseason. So it's not really a warm-up needed. And they're definitely not throwing the ball to the running backs out of the backfield. We're seeing that now. Like, that's a known fact. Um, I mean, well, maybe this is the week they'll start throwing out of the backfield because they had some tough matchups the last couple weeks where the running backs had to stay in and block a little bit more. And Hayden Hurst, guys, don't feel bad about Hayden Hurst last week. Um, let me explain what happened. Um, and I was like, and I, I need to get back to doing this, actually, Cody. We, we stopped doing this, but talking football. And what happened with Hayden Hurst? I'm sorry, Cody, if you got to go. Um, I'm not. But what happened with Hayden Hurst is he had to stay in and help block. Because Khalil Mack played last week, and Khalil mm -hmm. Mack was dominating. He was dominating that offensive line which made and uh, Hayden Hurst have to stay in and be an extra blocker to help. The same thing with the running backs. Whenever there's a dominant pass rush from the defense, the running backs usually can't get out and run these routes or get balls out of the backfield because the quarterback is either A, trying to scramble to get the ball thrown to a receiver really quick to get the ball out, or B, they're needed to help block to suffice or to overcome some of that uh that pass rush or the blitz. So that's what happened last week with Atlanta um, in the Bears. I feel that, obviously, I need to go look at um, the injury report for Green Bay. They were playing pretty tough against the um, – they are playing pretty tough against the tight ends because they have a pretty good uh, safety back there. But um, if their safety is hurt, Look for Atlanta. They're going to have to get Hayden Hurst involved, man. They're going to have to give him more looks. Matt Ryan was loving him, building up to last week. Last week, he faced the Bears. They're going to get him involved. Look for them to get Todd Gurley involved because if they come out and lose this game, some people are going to lose their jobs, Cody. Wouldn't you agree? 
Oh, big time, big time. Because Dan Quinn's on the hot seat for real, man. He's going to be losing his job very, very soon here. You can only get rid of so many coordinators before it's just the hit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's on him. So, But at the same time, if Adrian Peterson and Carrion Johnson can average 5.2 yards per carry on this Green Bay Packers team, I, I kind of like Todd Gurley, man. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the Packers are terrible against the run. I'll give you that. They they are bad against the run, so Todd Gurley should definitely have a great game this week. It's just, I just, man, I want to see, like, Todd Gurley run with that tenacity he used to run with. I like, know. Drop that shoulder. Even that TD run, it wasn't like a I'm hungry TD run. I'm a Todd Gurley TD run. It was just like a, oh, shoot, there's a hole. I got it. Get yeah. It. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he's up later on. Maybe they're like, Todd, don't drop that shoulder just yet. But he's not delivering the boom. Maybe this is the new running backs. This is how they're going to play nowadays. I don't know. So, we'll see. Um, Anything else you wanted to hit on, bro, before we wrap it up, man? This has been a dope, dope cast. So, Yeah, we've been good, brother. I'm good. Um, It's been rough this week with all the COVID and injuries, like I said. But we're getting through it, and we're going to make it. Hey, man, all the real fantasy heads out there, this is your year to sign. If you knew what you were talking about, hey, you're you're making these runs. You're making these plays, so do what you're doing. And, uh, guys, start posting in the group again. We're here to help, man. I'm going to start doing a better job of reaching out and helping you guys as well. So let's just get back to this group asking questions and just get it popping. Oh, it's actually weird because in our Show Me League, I seen that Cam Newton tested positive for the COVID. And my first instant reaction was, Oh crap! I lost Cam Newton, and I just traded Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But I didn't re—I didn't even take the time to realize that my opponent had Patrick Mahomes <laughs> <laughs> and Travis Kelsey. So <laughs> it worked out. Sorry, Riley. I know I traded for Adam Thielen to get you this week, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna have to do it, brother. But it sucks for you because they're talking about that game's gonna be. Play- <laughs> we go. Monday or Tuesday, so you're still facing Mahomes, brother. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, my guy can hope, though. I think there'll be more Patriots coming out that are test positive. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, guys, it's been a fantastic time talking with my brother, man. Brother. But we're going to wrap it up. Salute to all the troops, active, inactive, reserves. Hey, guys, be looking out. We're, uh, we need to start promoting this now. We are doing No Save November, guys. We are going to do No Save November. We're going to start saving up. Um, we're going to do maybe a raffle or, uh, I don't know. We'll get to the tap heads, but we're going to raise money up, and we're going to donate that money to some kind of uh, veterans aid. I don't know what it's going to be just yet. We're going to get all the information built up. But, guys, be on the lookout. No Save November. We'll be posting your guys' pictures throughout our broadcast throughout that entire month of November. Ladies, if you want nah, I'm going to get somebody's wife in trouble. Uh, if you grow out the beer, grow out the beer, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> or you want to do a fake one, however you guys want to do it, it's all good. But, yes, we're going to uh, keep with it this year and be looking out for our T-shirts. We have some T-shirts to be on sale as well. Uh, we are sending out T-shirts as well. We're having competitions, so be on the lookout for that. Hey, other than that, we love you guys. Tab Nation, shout out to everyone out there. We love you. Peace. Salute.